0: Studio Funk Hey, this is Toby Glider, and you're listening to Studio Funk.
1: Hello, and welcome back to an episode of Studio Funk. Yes, yes. We're back. And it always feels good to be back. <laughs> I think I'm gonna say that every single time I start a new show. Loyal listeners know I say that most often. Anyways, hope everyone's out there doing okay, doing well. Most importantly, staying healthy, staying safe. And as you already know from the title of today's show and from the intro, what you heard at the beginning, today we've got a very special guest. Coming all the way from LA, today we've got Toby Glider. I'm be really catching up with him talking about his album, Novelty. came out last year on City Baby Records and AOR Records. And as usual, I'm going to be catching up with Wallop P from Prime Source, Voice Fantastique. Talking about the latest releases and the recent things going on at Prime Source HQ. And then always, and as always, plenty of great music to share and starting off on today's show we've got a brand new track right here by Frankfurt Funk, title track from his new album Frequency just released just the other day available on Voyage Fantastic. Yeah, it's a good one. So if you're new here to Studio Funk, welcome to the family. And in Studio Funk edition, we always gotta warm things up. So sit tight, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show.
0: So, they got a
2: party at Neils tonight?
1: I think so, brother.
2: Who's playing? Oh, for for fuck first.
1: New heater, right here. Frankfurt Funk, Friday night, featuring Alien. Man, how good is this? An LMA, just remember. to stay higher Heavy rotation on this one So, so good you're ready for Toby Glider. You're not ready. Coming up shortly, I'll be talking to Walla P. But first... today's show we're going to be catching up now with Walla P from voyage fantastic and prime source catching up what's been going on
2: what's up what's up as what i'm good i'm good and you
1: yeah i'm good man how's things
2: uh, everything's good man just uh busy starting to get a little warmer in montreal and hopefully hopefully the parties will be back uh maybe mid-summer at the end of the summer well, nice. fingers crossed i don't know nice. about you guys in england but yeah
1: yes yeah things are looking up here in the uk um likewise man the weather is definitely getting better and restrictions are being lifted slowly but surely it's all happening and um we're all trying to just like keep our heads down still and just hope for the best you know i think everyone's looking forward to like having some outdoor festivals this summer if possible
2: yeah just a few few pints on the terrace at least
1: <laughs> indeed man indeed yes. indeed man so just reflecting back over the past month at uh, prime source hq once again yourself and Albert have been very busy
2: yes yes we uh we had a uh, the monthly radio show as usual uh the voyage fantastic that uh i feel was uh i didn't feel like it was a great show on my on my end you know how it is sometimes you feel like the show wasn't great and it Indeed. ends up being one of the favorite ones and one of your favorite shows end up being one of the less favorite ones so mm. so it's a great show obviously covered a lot of stuff with the monthly funk review as well there was the XL middleton delmar xavier album that's just terrific uh i know you and i really talked about that Javante virtual dreams ep Uh, that that's really 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 great digo put out an album as well uh always always um productive digo and the 2000 black family uh shout out to Ivan also for coming out with uh, a new 45 limited edition by maddie italian producer yes and uh another joint i know that we both talked a lot about is the higher joint by big jackson cut corner featuring angela Apigo on vocals
1: big track big track Uh, oh yeah that's that's gonna be um it's gonna be getting a lot of play i think even for the summer i reckon
2: yeah it's definitely a a summer joint and uh we just uh started the month uh with uh, our newest tribute mix that this month we switched it up a little and made a a french boogie mix um mm. so that was kind of cool to do uh lots of cuts in there we might have to do a part two and part three but uh yeah go check that out if you have uh, any chance to go check that french boogie mix on the uh, promsource.com promsourcemag.com sorry on our soundcloud as well
1: yeah people don't sleep on that one it's a it's a great listen it's one of those definitely one of those um mixes and tributes where end so quickly i was just like whoa it's ended already and that's how good it is because you're just constantly enjoying the the flow of the music and the tracks that you selected
2: yeah that's the new uh the new uh approach uh 30 40 minutes mix instead of like the classic uh 60 90 minute mix Mm. but uh we got a nice one also for next month uh if everything goes well i should be paying tribute to the godfather of modern funk and that's probably going to be like uh a 2 hour tribute mix
1: please yeah. do not cut corners on this one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no
2: i won't i won't then has too many uh too many uh yeah, he's uh, got a lot classics. of classics and we should be getting also the test presses this uh this this week for uh, the new release newest release on the newest created label on the prime source mag as well nice so uh we'll keep people posted with that as well
1: yeah long time coming i've been looking forward to this it feels like Every single month, we're getting a bit closer yeah. towards this release. And um, it's, it's gonna be a really exciting one to drop. And um, I think everyone's on the edge of their seat to find out what it's gonna be most importantly.
2: I hope so. If not, it's all good, but yeah. Uh, can't wait to share it with people. Should yeah, get some news within one week or two people will uh, have a little bit more details on what's going on.
1: Yeah, and another key thing to mention, and that's just been released, is uh, a brand new drop from your label, from Forge Fantastique of uh, Frankfurt Funk.
2: Yes, uh, shout out to Chris Neal down in Frankfurt. Uh, newest album called My Frequency, available on all streaming platforms. And obviously you could get it also digital on uh, Bandcamp, and there's also a drum kit that comes with it if you want so uh, for all you producers out there if you want to start uh, uh maybe uh mixing up a little bit your drums mm-hmm. then that, that's a cool thing to do so shout outs to him as well he has a lot of new music coming up we just thought about releasing this strictly on digital because uh you know it's more of an introduction to his sound and um yeah. and also obviously with the pressing plants there's so much delays. That like, uh, yeah, we just thought it'd be uh, easier just to put out this digital album for now and yeah, and get people ac- acquainted with uh, the stank that uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Neil loves to deliver and, and, and has been and he's been delivering that kind of sound for at least a good ten years and and uh, yeah, one of the one of the first one that I really started to co-sign if I could say like that on uh, with the modern funk G funk sounds.
1: Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's the one that, you know, you can't afford to miss. So anybody's out there who's sleeping on that, definitely go check it out. It's available on all streaming services. And once again, if you're interested in getting that digital copy and most importantly, you know, I think it's always good to show appreciation to, to these artists and musicians on Bandcamp, especially when it's Bandcamp Friday of just copying your digitals from there and just, um, you know, making sure that profit goes 100% towards the artists and the labels. Nice employee.
2: Yes. Th- thanks for the plug too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no problem, man. No problem. Yeah, man. Yo, I really,
2: really enjoyed your your last uh, guest mix on uh, Random uh, Radio as well. That was a dope mix. So shout outs to you for, for providing a a different uh, a different kind of uh, aspect <laughs> of your uh, musical uh, knowledge because. Uh,
1: People, don't mess around with ass Wide man. He knows his music. <laughs> Cheers, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, um, if people might be knowing that um, myself. I've also been doing some shows on Rundam Radio, um, which is Charlie Dark's radio station out in London. Yeah, man, and, and people seem to really love that last show. Um, definitely, I, my whole idea with that whole show was to keep it quite moving and various different stuff you know i want to keep you on your toes when you listen to that kind of shows you never know what's mm-hmm. coming next
2: that's the way we like it
1: <laughs> cool man well right. i'm hoping that by the next time we speak to you next month you know we're gonna be we're not gonna be talking to, about some things i think we might be playing some things as well
2: yeah yeah i wish i wish to Wish we could announce, uh, reveal, reveal the big secret. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sitting on it, man. Sitting on it. Yes. <laughs> cool, man. Well, thanks, P once again. Well, Studio well, Funk for co-host. As well. Yes. Always a blessing.
2: Thank you. Have a good one.
1: All right. Peace. In a bit. Keep it moving right here on Studio Funk. Yes. Time for the main event exclusive interview with Toby Glider, and we're talking to him about his album Novelty, talking about the influences of the music that surrounds it, yes expect plenty of nerdy chat, (laughs) Japanese culture and influences like this top. Right here's the exclusive track for Studio Funk. Akiko Yano. Yesterday was too much. Toby Glider Remix. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Studio Funk. On today's show, we've got a very special guest coming out all the way from LA. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Toby Glider.
0: Hey, thanks, Housewad, for having me. Good no, to be here.
1: No problem, man. Welcome to Studio Funk.
0: Yeah, it's great to be on here. I'm, I'm a fan, for sure.
1: Nice, nice.
0: So how are you? How's things? Uh, things are good. It's Spring is coming around, um, or it's fully sprung, and people are outdoors again, and uh, this summer's going to be nuts, I think, in a good way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can feel it so, in the air, can't you?
0: Yeah, so I'm, I'm in Venice, which is quickly becoming a pretty touristy spot, or maybe always was. I don't know. I just yeah. moved here two years ago. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's good. It's good to see people out, and you know... Pretty much just plan to go to the beach every weekend mm. and uh sit there and drink my drinks and listen to music
1: like nice man sound sounds like the good life um when <laughs> i when i when you mentioned venice it's like i start getting images in my head of just like pure sunshine people running around on, on blades and skates mm-hmm. you know
0: just yep. lots of birds scooters yeah stuff like that but yeah it's it's great yeah people are out and about like everywhere nice. um, so trying to like I've only been here two years or well three now I keep forgetting about that last year we had last year but uh (laughs) like uh just trying to get out and see more of the coast yeah and soak it all in
1: yeah so on today's show we're gonna be talking to you about your uh, album novelty album that came out last year which um for me was a personal favorite and one of the best releases coming out last year And I know myself and yourself, you know, it's been a long time coming for this interview right here because um, obviously we tried to get something arranged towards the end of last year. But now, Mm -hmm. you know, the time has come for today. And um, before we get into that, talking about the album, because there's there's a lot around around the album to talk about. I just want to talk about yourself, like Toby Glider, because... I know from in the past as well, that uh, you have a Toby Glider LP that came out on Star Creature a few years back.
0: Yeah, I did on uh, Tim Zawada's label based out of Chicago. I mean, he's like kind of at the forefront of all the modern funk and boogie uh, renaissance happening. And just, you know, it's such a cool, like tight community of people. He gave me kind of my start when I, you know, first put out an album under the name Liquid Pegasus. Uh, what I actually do and it was called in 2015 and um, he was just super supportive and it was a way uh, made a bigger splash I guess than I thought and mm. maybe that's just like the dogged loyalty of modern funk fans and stuff but like people dug it we were super excited about it and then um you know I just feel like if I don't come out with something every two years or something like that then I'm like slipping so um, had this idea for the Toby Glider EP, Tim was fully supportive, we got this artist, Tishk Barzanji, um, Mm. who did all the 3D art on top, and um, I had made a little 3D dude, actually, myself, and that's kind of the (laughs) origin, I guess, of Toby Glider. I made this character doing this like dance and did a social post on it, and then um, I'm like, hey, can you just sneak that into the artwork? And so he put this little Toby Glider dude in there and we called it the Toby Glider EP. I don't know, I just like this name and this idea mm. and then that kind of further evolved with novelty where Toby Glider was the artist and it just felt like it was so different than the Liquid Pegasus stuff that I, it needed a new name. I'd had these tracks sitting around for five years probably. I mean, wow. some of them I started while finishing up the first album, the Liquid Pegasus album. Um, and i don't know i just didn't have a home for these and then yeah just l- listen to them indulgently over the past five years and then finally it all just kind of clicked last year after kind of locked down mm. gave me some time to be like cool i can i don't have to go into work i can just kind of like obviously work but like figure out this project
1: yeah you can focus on it
0: yeah so that that kind of put it all that kind of helped it all come together
1: nice yeah that the, the toby glider ep is um you know, I think it's gonna be one of those things. It's gonna be become bit of a, a classic on the Star Creature label, um, especially like you mentioned before about the artwork. It stands out really well as well, and um, there's yeah. a lot of great music on that. Because I started like revisiting it back the other day, and I just mm-hmm. wanted to point out to you now. Like, is there any tracks that come to your mind that you just think to yourself, "Yeah, that that kind of does capture the album quite well."
0: Yeah, I, I think Uptown Shuffle does it coming up with the that really simple chord progression that my wife says sounds like a Japanese weather forecast uh, music um, <laughs> but like just this real jaunty glistening kind of 80s you know it was like it didn't fit in anywhere perfectly in my brain but I'm always thinking about like where would this fit in back in the day mm. it felt like just like it had that groove to it but definitely very cheesy for lack of a better word or You know, there's no, like, dark edge to it, or, like, any melancholy whatsoever. And then uh, Dance Amnesia, though, I think, is another one that, I don't know, I just kind of has more of a pathos to it, kind of just, like, moves, um, but still sticks to the, like, 80s cheesy FM synths. And I just got really obsessed with those Yamaha DX7 and FM synths that are more later 80s, later era 80s stuff, and trying to make that stuff funky uh, Laszlo Banker was a huge influence this Polish dude made library music total no name heard about him via another artist named Pangas who who, I just sent a track of his to you and yeah it's just it's just great and weird in a great way yeah that's what I wanted with that album I think
1: yeah nice Um, yeah you know what I I think we have to uh, share the audience right now Um, a couple of these tracks and from the album. Which track do you wanna get into first?
0: Uh, From my album? Yeah, is it Uptown Shuffle or? Let's do Uptown Shuffle.
1: (laughs) Sure, let's get into that now. We're getting to Uptown Shuffle first and then afterwards we'll get into Dance Amnesia. Great tracks right there First track you heard Was Uptown Shuffle And the second being Dance Amnesia From Toby Glider AKA Liquid Pegasus And that was taken from The Toby Glider EP Which came out in 2019 It's crazy actually Because in my mind It feels like a bit longer But I think like you said Before last year We don't really count last year So it feels weird Doesn't it
0: It does It was definitely a last year um good yeah. time for to to like just hunker down and like work on a project for sure
1: yeah so um a, a great uh a segue then is now to talk about the novelty album um because i think there's a lot to talk about here and you know with this album even down to like the artwork and you know the music that influenced that album as well and um know there's a lot of tracks to go through here i've just got the track list in front of me and just thinking about um the history of this project here what was the first track you did work on
0: yeah uh so you know i don't know if i mentioned it but some of these songs i'd been sitting with for years and uh had even started had even made some of them while i was finishing up my first album as liquid pegasus and uh pop city which I originally called City Pop, but I flipped the words because I thought it was a little bit too obvious now. At this point, (laughs) (laughs) City Pop is like a household term. But uh, just like I had heard Makoto Matsushita and um, his album First Light in particular, Mm. and just love that kind of like cadence of it. You know, I didn't know it was called City Pop at the time. I don't think it was just like, this is kind of like boogie, but kind of like, mellow jazzy you know aor mm. japanese aor or something and uh just just trying to imitate that basically so that's where city pop came from and i was just kind of on a roll i you know i was basically looking for a job and living with my parents for a few months and that's when i was able to finish up the first album what i actually do under the name liquid pegasus, pegasus and then had all this extra energy and basically i think wrote uh pop city Izu cruise lynn's dream and a uh, couple more orange road and um yeah and then also uh you know um uptown shuffle yeah I made during that same time and was just way more stoked on the, that sound so was able to put that out on the toby glider ep yeah And had just been sitting on these songs for years driving around listening to them they were like indulgent little yeah cheesy numbers that to, like <laughs> full songs and that's why they're all pretty short
1: yeah and just um just speak a bit more of the background around this because um, I know that yourself as well that you lived in Japan for quite some yeah. time as well and I think um, for people who are not familiar with this album it's the novelty album here it has quite a lot of influences from Japanese culture so Japanese music, like you mentioned before, with the city pop music and such, and um, even down to yeah. all the marketing material that you surrounded this album as well, where you were looking at and visiting some of like some nineteen eighties anime as well, that obviously fits quite well with the theme of this album.
0: Yeah, uh, for sure. I, I think the minute I left Japan, I kind of immediately had this nostalgia for Japan, and. Um, and, like, that kind of uh, stayed with me in a good way. <laughs> so I think people, you know, they talk about City Pop feeling like a nostalgia for a time they've never had. Yeah. And there's a word for that, too. I forgot what it was. But um, that's, I don't know. I had some of that, especially with Orange Road. It was, like, I saw this anime randomly on YouTube that's called Kimagude Orange Road. And it's this kind of, like, young adult themed Mm. uh animation like when you say anime, you imagine like something different than this this was very like a little more grown up but like heavily romantic Mm -hmm. and uh it was just like watching it and then had heard just the music like for it was like sappy moments but also really beautiful melodies and i um i like to say i don't sample anything ever um yeah since my first album which is mostly true but uh for this one i definitely lifted the melody uh for orange road from from an episode of uh kimaguri orange road which um i kind of re-edited on my youtube and you can go see it there yeah
1: nice yeah i I think um i think sampling that is allowed man um yeah because um it's a good um homage and obviously tribute and the influence that shaped it and um yeah yeah and just throughout the whole album there's definitely this nice sense of feeling of you know because i remember when i first listened to this i in my mind i was just like yeah this just feels just like yeah, it does it does feel like a city pop album in that sense and um yeah you also got lots of different tastes and melodies coming through and i especially appreciate that like the fact that you know you got some nice variation of between like short tracks and obviously some ones are come a bit more full length and it just definitely feels like a bit of a journey as you go through it
0: yeah yeah thanks I'm glad it has that city pop vibe it was hard to like you know when you make something and live with it for a year or two or more you just kind of it becomes an orphan and you don't really know where to put put that mm. and I'm glad that this all kind of congealed I mean I admittedly like my I had was listening to like a little bit of lo fi, just lo fi beats or whatever you want to call it. Because yeah. I don't know, that was everywhere. And I liked that approach to production where it was really not heavy handed at all. Really pretty gentle, but well mixed and well balanced. And and then um of course hearing City Pop stuff kind of kinda of brought that extra layer of nostalgia that I want to get through to it. But yeah um also just library music like for lack of a better word i i work in advertising as like a well mostly as a video editor or have been yeah and so you're just a lot of times you're digging through stock music and there's a lot of garbage out there obviously Uh, but like yes there's there are classic stock libraries apm is one of them anyone can start an account you should go check it out um they just have eras and eras of stock music so if you dig hard enough, you can find a lot of good stuff mm. from the seventies and eighties. And that's kind of where I found Laszlo banker and, uh, who I mentioned earlier, but just other total no name dudes, but that have just this groove to it. It's neither here nor there. Uh, there's a compilation I think probably on Spotify. I think it's called like, um, eighties synth pop or something like that. It has a key okay. cover and, um, I love that stuff because they're all short because by nature of being stock music, none of them are ever full of songs, but they have yeah. such a vibe to them and like such a mood that like I wanted to copy. Um, and I think I would s- sat on these songs thinking like, how do I finish these? Cause they don't feel like songs, but then I just kind of let it go. That whole idea. I'm like, screw it. I'll make these like one minute long or two minutes long. Mm. Actually Tierra Whack. I don't know if you know her, but <laughs> my daughter's a fan. And she made an album you know her album every song was like one minute and I thought that was kind of an awesome idea yeah um, and it's and kind of novel in a way actually to where it's just enough time to get a vibe across but short enough that you want to keep coming back to it exactly so I think I had that in mind a little bit with some of these but then some of them just had to be longer
1: yeah so, that's yeah. nice man that's a real that's really nice put. um I think what we're doing now, what we'll do is get into Pop City, as that was like one of the first tracks that contributed towards shaping this album. And yeah, yeah, let's get into that right now. This is Toby Glider with Pop City. great track right there called pop city and that's taken from the lp novelty and um just continuing on just obviously looking through the various tracks in here and looking at the various credits Mm -hmm. we know that we've got the homie right in there mr e live who plays the keys on quite a lot of the tracks here
0: yeah he really does huge shout out to him i mean if i could just put his name right on the cover i'd I would, cause um, he's he's what made this. I think these song ideas I had turn into actual vibes, real songs that I felt like they could have a beginning and an ending. Mm. And he's uh, just bottle lightning. Like <clears throat> anything I give him, he, I mean, he just flows on it, and he, and he can come up with any kind of leads or whatever. He's just such a, uh, yeah, just like a musical genius i feel like um mm. and uh i'm glad that he was down to do this and had some free time and um he also was a huge help on my first album and actually did a lot of leads on that one too Nice. Um, so i owe so much to him for that too um and he's just constantly chatting all the time about like new synths and plugins and stuff <laughs> like that he's just always digging for new sounds and yeah like, he's on it isn't he Oh, man, I appreciate it, like, so much. Um, yeah, I wish I could help him out more. It's like he'll throw me a track that he has kind of, you know, carved mm. out, and I'll do something on top and send it back. And then he's like, oh, I already changed it. It's, it's good. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you, you don't need my help. But like, <laughs> but I, I appreciate just having, like, a – he's, like, just the homie, man, like, and having the musical, like, I don't know – colleague or team like that and we've never met in person which is really weird we should probably make that happen (laughs) (laughs) now that i'm out in la and he's up in the bay area oh definitely man definitely but but we just we just chat all the time um i just love what he brought to this i think you know romance car is my favorite um but i mean he threw down on everything mama charty is great
1: yeah man marble Um, vines
0: Marble vines and that uh. seems to be a lot of people's favorite and I love that too. Like and yeah, he you know, him and I on the sly, like we we're not like invested in any specific genre, but we definitely listen around a lot and obviously vapor wave was like a topic throughout the last few years for mm. both of us. And I didn't I don't think I said anything about it, but he just had these kind of vaporwave sounds that he threw on marble vines because I think he just heard that vibe to it which is kind of funny mm-hmm. i don't know you know vaporwave is supposed to be this genre that's um like all about plunder phonics and like warping existing music <laughs> but also i think it's influenced a lot of current artists in a weird way where you, yeah. you want to use these kind of hollow glassy synths that sound like ghosts from the 80s or like an empty yeah. shopping mall Yeah. <laughs>
1: definitely and it's also it's done this massive thing of like um you know a lot of these vapor waves as well they're going mm-hmm. towards obviously like 80s japanese um boogie yeah. and funk records right. they're all right. coming up to the surface again because of this because yep. I, right. I always see it on youtube comments <laughs> when yep. i'm looking up tracks and people in the comments are like oh yeah i heard this through that yeah. vapor wave track i'm like yeah, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: okay right is this Macross 88 or whoever? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which I think is, is like good because it brought that music to the forefront for a lot of people. Um, and now, you know, Plastic Love has like 65 million views on it. <sighs> and it's only like three or four years old. And it's just like the pinnacle, I think, city pop song for people.
1: Definitely. I think so a like, lot of people yeah. enter city pop through that track now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is a pretty great result of <laughs> the vaporwave or future funk music. I used to have a chip on my shoulder about future funk because I'm just like, come on, man! Like I knew all these <laughs> songs, the originals, and it's like you're, you're wholesale sampling and speeding up a Yamashita Tatsuro song. Yeah. Or vaporwave, you're slowing it down. It was like, yeah. To me, it was like that. You're not even doing anything. So like, what that happened for me, it would result in. Resulted in is just like okay I'm not going to sample Anything that's a cop out mm. I'm going to like figure out how to make these Melodies on my own if I can mm. Obviously with the help of E-Live <laughs> And yeah. um, I, But I, I have respect For you know some of those Artists in terms of what they do With existing tracks I mean I can't hate On that um, I think even like Flamingos is, does a great job with that stuff But yeah. like, when you sample A Tim Maia track just Wholesale. I kind of feel like you should at least throw him a little credit. Put his name under there. Definitely. But um, definitely. And the one dude who did that was Vanilla from the UK, who I'm also kind of buddies with. And I feel like he was kind of on the original, um, Hmm. one of the originators of, of chopping stuff up like that. Yeah. Sorry, what were you gonna say?
1: No, I was gonna say not to worry. The whole thing with future funk, and even myself, I'm not really. When people call it future funk, I'm not really agreeing with that term itself it's also because you know you're like myself you know we we know these original tracks and such so to us it's not future funk or nothing like that um but yeah i'm I'm certainly with you there that when people are you know sampling to a certain degree you gotta give credit where credit is due
0: yeah definitely absolutely to that note, I should give credit to Aru Takamura. <laughs> 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 on my very first album, the very second to last track, "Tokyo Hustler," um, okay, do, doesn't sample her, but like heavily um, riffs on slash steals a little bit from her her track, which mm. was her track was a cover um, of a Yamashita Tatsuro track. Okay. Um, Which I think I sent you an MP3 of that. Not that you have to play that, but it was uh, Arutakamura, Last Step, and just like, just the vibiest, jazzy '80s synth voices, and I love it. And um, I couldn't help but just like riff on that and kind of blow that up and do a bigger track.
1: Nice, 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 nice. I, I tell you what then um, I think what we should do now we should get into some couple of tracks and before we do um, once again I just want to give a big shout out to E-Live um, yeah. who was also a guest on Studio Funk uh, last yeah. year so a big shout out to him yeah I listened so,
0: to that episode it was great to hear yeah
1: um, and it's going to be a tough one to do on you but um, I don't want to put you on a spot <laughs> I really don't but um, obviously E-Live featured on quite a few of these tracks but which track would you like to listen to right now?
0: Uh I think like I said, I love what he did with Romance Car. It's Eli being just full Bob James and like tickling the electric piano, mm. the way only the way that he knows how. And um, yeah, man, uh, it's that one is kind of the pinnacle for me. I love everything he did, but that that one is definitely a standout.
1: Nice. Okay. Say no more (laughs) Let's Mm -hmm. get into it right now like i said before there are many things that surround this album and we've already talked about um, some of the key influences and also mm-hmm. the involvement of performers on the album but also yeah. most importantly i want to talk a bit about the artwork which is yeah. is it's <laughs> so good it's mm-hmm. this obviously I've got the records. So I've got the sleeve and the artwork shines even more when you've got the record in front of you.
0: Right. Um, so this was painstakingly designed by Chris Hopkins, whose design studio is called lost art. And, um, he's done stuff for David Byrne for Phoenix avalanches. He did an album cover. Um, I was fortunate enough to, to meet him in Tokyo and back when we both lived there in 2007 ish. And, uh, We've just been friends ever since and he is the epitome of uh, perfectionist and Mm. also just him and i have so much in common in terms of aesthetic and uh you know so everything he does is vintage kind of grainy photography and um but then meticulous like composition and typesetting and font choice and thin stroke like line drawings which which um he, you know he's been doing that's like his style even if that's seems more common nowadays but uh he had this great idea and he was kind of free because of lockdown last year mm-hmm. and he just went all in and spent more time on it probably than i spent actually doing like final mix for the Oh <laughs> wow um, and he picked all the paper stock he designed this great obi sleeve that has this amazing, you know, the Casio watch on the cover, which I yes. love. Or It's not a Casio, but it looks like one. And, and you know, he wanted to incorporate elements of FM synthesizers into the watch. So if you look at it, it's like, it's almost like a little multi-track recorder, which is so cool.
1: The detail, the detail. <laughs> then, yeah.
0: On the OB itself, he came up with this steering wheel that is a keyboard. Um, there's a car with like a multi-record player thing that comes out he just went completely all out so.
1: seriously seriously people if you're listening to this right now and you know you want some context around this please just like look it up online and just have a look at it or if you've got a copy of the record like myself right now just have it in front of you while whilst, <laughs> whilst yeah. we're going through the, the descriptions of this this beautiful design
0: yeah so i linked to him on my instagram he's the lost art that's his handle and um it was really fun to work to collaborate with something on him and I think I hope I can get his time again yeah in the future to do it yeah um, it so def- yeah
1: it definitely brings like a nice finishing touch to the album like I, d- I do believe that when it comes to music or projects you know it's the finest detail that goes towards it you know it helps to create the yeah. whole picture and the whole vibe so absolutely, I, I remember when um, before your album came out, and you're also doing a lot of the promo material, and yeah. you know, I was seeing like this, this obviously the strap, watching the cover and stuff on on IG. And I was like, what is this? And obviously, it's like <laughs> so appealing. It's like, you know, it's speaking to me, you know. And yep. then alongside that you also had those the promos with the animes and right with your tracks over the top I was like whoa and I remember just sharing it with people that's like hey people you need to check this out like stop <laughs> what you're doing you know
0: appreciate it thank you I mean that you know that was the one thing where I had to I did you know steal someone else's kind of work but I'm hoping with the positive effect of Bring it to the forefront uh Seizo Watase is the name of the guy who created all of those um anime shorts um from back in the day and a lot of them were I think just promotions for for tobacco companies or something but mm. um they were just really low budget but like even more uh, adults or grown-up themes is a good word than you know uh that kimagre orange road or any other stuff i'd seen it's all about you know lonely uh lady standing in the rain uh you know and waiting for her date to show up or yeah. you know like you know i don't know some dude on a train <laughs> looking out at the coast and dreaming about some uh ex-girlfriend or i don't know just kind of like <laughs> very romantic uh themes and i just i couldn't help myself but like so um, uh there's somebody posted all, all of them up and couldn't help but just kind of use those uh, re-edit them a little bit to the music and it felt like a good pairing and then you know i mean originally i wanted all the time to be able to animate something for every song but that was never in the cards so but yeah. for pop city um for pop city uh designer another designer friend uh jacob anderson um who I've worked with in the past, and he's just got a great, great illustrative touch. He designed all the storyboards and everything for Pop City, kind of in the style of Seizo Watase, so that it would fit with all this hard cocktail stuff. Yeah. And and so that, Pop City is fully illustrated and original, and then I did all the animation. And uh, we incorporated the watch from the album cover and uh, the steering wheel that has a keyboard on it and <laughs> try to bring all those elements into the video that you see on the album artwork. Yeah. Chris Hopkins made.
1: Yeah. It looks great. It looks really, really yeah. nice. Um, yeah. man, I, I can't say it enough, man. So I, I just want to say like, personally, like, you know, f- thank you for continuing that vision and doing all that, like attention to that detail for the artwork and having that involvement with other great artists is was yeah, a great absolutely.
0: look. Thank, thanks for appreciating it. I mean, it's nothing without people who, uh, who appreciate it. So it's great to have eyeballs on it. And yeah. And, uh, and so fun to be able to collaborate with, even with friends. Cause you're as a musician or anything, you're trying to promote your own music, but like you're not yourself necessarily an artist visually. And so you're like trying to hit up friends or whatever. And I was, I remember I was very nervous about asking, uh, but instantly, both both of them were just all about it, which was awesome.
1: So, yeah, that's yeah. great stuff, man. And um, just to talk a bit more about um, Heart Cocktail. Yeah. So it's 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 a funny thing actually because you know <clears throat> coincidences happen, and because um, I know we were speaking to each other the other day on the phone, and then yeah, I said to you that I had a record come in.
0: Yeah, and, yeah. You mentioned that. Yeah.
1: And it was um it was Heart Cocktail Volume Two. Wow. So, which is obviously like it's a, the Japanese record, which is obviously a collection of the music that goes towards yeah. these adverts. Yeah. And when you told me that you, obviously it was Heart Cocktail, that was yeah. anime or stuff, I was like, what? Couldn't believe yeah. it. Couldn't I mean, believe I was
0: blown it. away that they put out a record. I, I didn't know that they had put the, just the music on vinyl. That's so awesome. Yeah. The cover looks amazing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so good. And um, it's obviously got me in a bit of a quest now, so I'm like, okay, I've got Volume yep. 2. Okay, yep. my, my achievement <laughs> totally. is to get each copy of the volumes, if possible.
0: Oh, there's... and the artwork's so cool for that album, too. I'm going to have to send this to my friend. Um, <laughs> yeah, because the music in the Heart Cocktail videos, at least the ones I have sampled, is very, very mellow, jazzy, mm. romantic. And uh, But like, there's some bangers on this Volume 2, I heard.
1: Yeah, Volume Two is great. So... Volume two was produced by Noia Matasuka and um, one of the key tracks that stands out for me, like there's quite a lot on this album and to be honest, I've only had the album for a short amount of time, so I'm still mm-hmm. digesting it myself. Yeah. But one of the key tracks is I just and I make sure I don't wanna butcher this up. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I know your, your your Japanese is gonna be better than mine, but um mm. Kanojo Nokoto. Yeah,
0: yeah. Kanojo Nokoto. So like my girl's things, or like about my girlfriend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> cool, and I think what we do right now, we're gonna get into that track and share it with the audience. And um, you know, I could say that this is like a exclusive listen right here in Studio Funk, um, a, a new addition to yeah. my record collection that I definitely want to share with you all.
0: Yeah, excited to hear it.
1: Cool, let's get into it. Um, great fond memories of when your album came out and it was also distributed on City Baby Records and AOR Mm -hmm. Records as well that Mm -hmm. you had a label mate uh, I would like to say of Mm -hmm. Max Zuckerman who had a great project around that same time with the Corner Office LP.
0: Yeah, the Corner Office. uh, Such a good album and and huge thanks by the way to Ryan Williams who runs uh, City Baby Records uh with some help from me but um he just discovered uh max on Bandcamp, and Mm -hmm. he'd had a tape cassette release of the album or something out and ryan's like let's put this out on vinyl and do a proper job with, with the artwork and make it all fit and and uh it's such a great album um and it was great to have the help of uh takumi uh who runs aor records in uh Tokyo He's got a little shop Right there in Shibuya mm. That you can walk into And it was Awesome to see Both the Toby Glider Novelty album Up on his shelves And then within a week The Max Zuckerman Wow Quarter Office Album Up there And uh Yeah Honored to be like A label mate Quote unquote With, with that guy
1: Yeah Yeah I just want to give Another big shout out Once again To E-Life Who put me onto The Max Zuckerman Uh Yeah LP yeah. And um because I, I can I can say hand on my heart he put me onto it and I was listening to it where it was only available on digital and off, yeah. and a cassette as well yeah. and so when the news came out it was getting a uh, record press I was yeah. I felt like I was first in line <laughs> <laughs> I was um, DMing um, Eli around the time I was like dude it's coming out on record and he was like yeah man I know yeah. I know
0: yeah. <laughs> that's great because I don't even know if he knew that we were putting it out on vinyl when he. Mentioned or when he got into it, and I think he mentioned. It, I'm like, yeah, oh, we're gonna put that guy's album out. <laughs> <laughs> Just really strong. Honestly, AOR is is a good word for it, but city pop vibes and and then like kind of AOR themes to the lyrics. You know, there's like mm. there's like a Donald Fagan sort of like oh definitely or cynicism, jazzy cynicism. Yeah, I guess you yep. know to like. The music and the lyrics and uh it's, a, it's just airtight in terms of production and and mixing so I, I can't wait to see what he comes out with next and i hope we collab on something or do a split seven oh, inch. man It'd be really cool Shh.
1: Yeah. one can hope it's, man one can hope
0: into uh ryan out there if he's listening like yeah man that going.
1: <laughs> yes this is this is definitely a hint in here uh drop a seven inch <laughs> record please
0: <laughs> yeah
1: uh well thank you so much for joining me today it's been an honor to yeah. just to uh, talk to you about your album and a lot of the process and insight behind the scenes of how this album came together
0: thank you man uh, my pleasure it's been great talking to you about this and thanks for sending me this naoya matsuoka i had no idea <laughs> actually uh this heart cocktail record just looks amazing
1: yeah, and not to worry. I'm going to um, I'm going to send you uh, digital copies of that um, most definitely. Um, oh, very excited! It's uh, a mix. <laughs> great. It's a very it's a very special project. I just want to say that alone. Yeah, very good.
0: Yeah, cool man. Well, uh, again, appreciate you just like supporting artists of this ilk, and like keeping keeping it going. It's it's great. I love like hearing interviews with people that whose music I've just been respecting and listening to for, for years now. So yeah, another shout out to you live. Thank you. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> we got to hang out soon. Like we got to actually meet in person. You have to do it. You got no excuses
1: yeah. now. No excuses. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool, man. Um, well, thanks again, man. And um hope you enjoy the rest of your day yeah. and we'll speak soon.
0: Yeah. Thanks. Thanks to you. Happy mother's day.
1: <laughs> yes. Happy mother's day. <laughs> okay. Speak to you soon.
0: Alright, see
1: ya See ya, thanks Oh man, oh man Fantastic interview right there With Toby Glider So good to talk to him about his work Creative process Influences All the details, even down to the artwork. Absolutely excellent. Once again, big shout out to him for being featured on Studio Funk. And I will say this. I definitely think he'll be back in the future. Maybe sometime soon. So, as we're keeping the show moving for the last wrap-up of the show, in Studio Funk edition, what we're going to do right now Let's play a nice little tribute mix for Toby Glider. And for today's tribute, as you can expect, we're going to talk about Japanese music, Japanese culture. I think it's only right to get into some Japanese grooves. So what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be chopping through some records, some new additions, some old favorites and to see where it takes us. So sit back, put your feet up, and enjoy the rest of the show.
3: I'm
1: Of the show, man, it's been emotional. Once again, big shout out to Tony Toby Glider. Hope everyone enjoyed the show. Taken from his album, Novelty.
3: Another dream of us is put to sleep, but it gets.
1: month I never give up. I never give up. make sure you stay in touch on IG for the latest updates for the next show
3: Sometimes.
1: and also you can check me out on Rundem Radio until the next time peace
0: yeah the dude who does the hard cocktail stuff and it's like the one with the fish on the cover
1: yeah that's it um noia masuka yeah, uh, yep yep and the track was called see I don't want to butcher this it's kanjo kanjo no koto kuse. see I don't think
0: oh uh kanjo no koto i think kuse is something else
1: Okay, so it's kanjo no koto. Kanjo ko, no koto sounds like Kanjo a thing. no koto.
0: Oh, sorry. Kanojo no koto. So, my my girl's things. Is what that means. <laughs>
1: is that what it means?
0: Yeah, kanojo's girl or girlfriend. And koto is things. Like, not physical things, but like, I don't know, just. Okay, yeah. okay. It's a, it could also be phrased as about my girlfriend.
1: <laughs> okay, okay.
4: <laughs> All right.